0: Brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that supports life and family. 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite charity. Mention offer code TRADITION for a special Christmas offer. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. It's become pretty obvious that observers in the broader resistance to what is being foisted upon the church have started paying closer attention to the canceling of priests and bishops by Rome because... We have another story out of the Vatican of a bishop given his marching orders to leave his diocese because he is a threat to tranquility and unity in the church. Sound familiar? (laughs) The story I'm going to report for you today, in fact, sounds so familiar that it honestly looks like the Bergolians just have a script that they run against any bishop or any cardinal or any high profile priest that they decide to remove from his episcopal office. They can't get someone on even ambiguous trumped-up charges of moral failings, they then go after him for being a threat to unity and invoking animosity towards the supposed Holy Father. That's the script they ran on Bishop Strickland. That's the script they ran on Cardinal Burke to get him to move out of the Vatican. And it's the script they appear to have run on the bishop that I'm going to tell you about now, who is from Brazil. But he's part of a larger thing going on, which I reported about a month or so ago. See, in that video I went, over a dozen or more cardinals that had been given the Strickland treatment since 2013. It turns out, huh, I was wrong. They were closer to 25 bishops and cardinals and high-ranking monsignors who have been removed by Francis, mostly without people even noticing. Someone over at Gloria.tv put a list together of these bishops who lost their jobs for no good reason. Ironically, I found this list after writing an article for Catholic Family News that should be out in January on this subject, so look for that when it's published. And their list is more exhaustive than mine was. But take a look at this headline from Gloria TV 25 victims of Francis's quote unquote mercy. You know, other journalists need to take a headline writing lesson from the person who runs the en.news account at Gloria TV because their headlines are straight to the point. Here's a few highlights of the Bergolian house cleaning of his opponents. This isn't going to be the exhaustive list, Here's just a few highlights for you. November 2014. Cardinal Raymond Burke, Prefect of the Apostolic Signatura, at the time 66. November 2015, Bishop Oscar Sarlinga, then 52. September 2016, Curia Bishop Joseph Clemens, former Secretary of Cardinal Ratzinger, then 69. July 2017, Cardinal Gerhard Mueller, Prefect of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, then 69. January 2022, Archbishop Giacomo Morandi, then 56., Demoted from the CDF to Reggio Emilia. See, in some of these cases, you might have the mere rumor moral failings used to dismiss a bishop in question, even when the charge is actually ridiculous on its face. That's called creating a pretext for cleaning house. They look for any excuse to remake the hierarchy, and it seems that now people are starting to notice. Now, with that said, let's get to the story of the Brazilian bishop who has recently been added to this list, because this story is particularly egregious. Our story comes from ACI Digital, an outlet in Brazil. And you know, they've since tried to delete this story because the ACI Digital is deeply connected to the bishops in Brazil, but the internet is forever, as they say. And they likely deleted it because the reporting on the story was too harsh and told too much of the truth for the taste of the Bergolians. Quote, The Apostolic Nuncio to Brazil, Dom Giambattista Batista de Quatro, asked that the Bishop Emeritus Dom José Luis Azcona Hermoso no longer live in the territory of the Prelacy said today. The diocesan administrator, the prelacy of Marajo, Father casimires Antonio Scorchi. The prelacy of Marajo is su- a suffragan of the Archdiocese of Belém and covers nine municipalities on the island that belongs to the state of Pada. We did not receive any notification from the nunciature of the motiva- motivations for this request or even details. The nuncio's request was only confirmed to us by Dom Jose himself, said the prelacy in a note published today on Instagram. Dom José Luis Azcona, born in Pamplona, Spain, was the Bishop of Marajo from 1987 to 2016. Already Bishop Emeritus, meaning he's retired, he participated in the Amazon Synod in 2019. He was one of the few conservative voices at the Synod, which marked by request of ordination of married men and women and the establishment of an Amazonian rite that incorporated indigenous elements into Catholicism, end quote. Yes, they can. One of the very, very few voices for Catholic Orthodoxy at the Pan Amazon Synod. And he was retired and they went after him anyway. Again, we're talking about the Pan Amazon Synod of October 2019. That was where we got the Pacamama enthronement from. That Synod's final document was an evil call for every country on earth to submit to some non elected organization to rule over everything. That is what the Pan Amazon Synod spent its time debating. Well, that and Allowing pagan idols into the temple of God to defile the place in the name of dialogue and ecumenism and inclusion and all the rest of it. If you wonder why Bishop Escona was canned recently, let's hop into the Wayback Machine to the before times of August 2019, just two months before the Pan-Amazon Synod helped unleash the woes of 2020 on the world. That synod, like most, had an instrumentum laboris or a working document that outlined what the synod was going to be about, the salvation of souls, didn't even register in the Instrumentum Laboris, and this good bishop took them to task over it publicly because the Amazon and South America more broadly are no longer Catholic. They're not. It's been taken over by the weirdest version of Protestantism. So from the Catholic News Agency article about this in 2019, quote, According to Ascona, the Amazon, at least the Brazilian Amazon, is no longer Catholic. This point of departure is crucial for conducting the synod. If the Amazon has a Pentecostal majority, it is necessary to address that reality thoroughly. Any nostalgia for an Amazon that no longer exists is fatal to its integral evangelization. Even in some areas of the Amazon, the Pentecostal majority reaches 80%, he said. A Pentecostal penetration into several indigenous groups, overrunning cultures, ethnic identities, indigenous peoples in the name of the gospel, is a serious phenomenon in today's Amazon, which, with its fundamentalist and proselytizing connotations, has a profound impact on the indigenous peoples. This is, he's speaking here in defense of the local indigenous population. This is today's Amazonian face. There's not one word about the point in the Instrumentum Laboris, he said. The bishop added that the long experiences of years confirms that in many Amazonian dioceses, the faith is not lived out in society nor in history. The chasm between the confession and celebration of faith in beautiful liturgies and social, environmental, cultural, and political reality has not yet been overcome. <laughs> quote. And that's why they fired him. You see, the project to build this new synodal ape of the church isn't anything new. This false church isn't a new thing in the slightest. They've been at this for years, for decades. And part of that process is this dare we hope all men are saved nonsense. That you can come to Jesus through any means, even by faith, reject the divinity of Christ. All are welcome. All are welcome in this place. That's a big part of it. So they literally do not care that South America is less than 50% Catholic in many places and less than 20% in parts of the Amazon. Instead, the synod focused on building a final document that was extremely secular in its focus and called for greater focus on all issues green and Laudato Si because that's what the Catholic Church is supposed to focus on now. That's what we've been told. Salvation of our common home, not the salvation of souls. So let's get back to the original article from the Brazilian Catholic news site that tried to scrub this thing from the internet but failed spectacularly. Because they obviously got a call from the Vatican and told to take their story down before someone like me got a hold of it. The article repeats some of what I just told you from the Catholic News Agency article, but also brings Ted McCarrick problems into this story because, of course, it does. It has to. Quote, The bishop criticized the absence of Christ crucified in the Instrumentum Laboris, the Synod's working document, drawing attention to the absence of the central element of the evangelizing proclamation in the document. Dom Azcona also warned about no mention of sin among the local peoples in the working document and defended priestly celibacy in addition to warning about the scandal and idolatry caused by the use of images of pacamama in events, the Amazon Synod. And yes, for those going to complain, I mispronounced the demon's name on purpose. Anyway, in 2009, Dom Azcona reported widespread Ted McCarrick problems in Marajo by local politicians and business people. The complaint gave rise to legal action by the Legislative Assembly of Pada and the National Congress. According to the newspaper O Liberal from Pada, Dom Azcona must leave Marajo by January when the new bishop, Don Jose Inolten, Lisboa de Oliveira, appointed by Francis at the beginning of November, takes office. Dom José is president of the Pastoral Land Commission, the CPT, and is part of the Pan-Amazonian Ecclesial Network, Repam Brazil, created by the Pope after the Amazon Synod. <laughs> End quote. In other words, the new bishop who's going to be replacing him is definitely on Team Francis. He's on Team Liberation Theology, and he's on Team We Don't Talk About Ted McCarrick Problems or sins of the flesh anymore. That's where we are in Brazil. To give you an idea, this good bishop who was pushed aside was really, really not a fan of the Pacamama demon event. You got a hint of it there in what I just read to you, but in case you're new to the resistance to Francis and his allies, and his frankly, his likely successors who will continue his work once he's gone, the Pacamama demon was definitely not an image of Our Lady of the Amazon. It was a demon with a well-documented history of being adored by the locals in that region for centuries. I made countless videos on that subject back in the day. Involving some of the most evil practices in its veneration. And this bishop, who is from the region and knows what the demon actually is, publicly rebuked the Vatican for allowing this to happen at the Vatican at the Amazon Synod. Here's what he actually said about this later. As reported by Inside the Vatican in 2019, at after or during the, the Synod, quote, Creation should not be worshipped because everything, even the earth, is under the dominion of Jesus Christ, said Bishop Emeritus José Luis Azcona Hermoso of the Brazilian city of Marajo in an October 20th homily at the cathedral in the state of Pada. Pacamama is not and never will be the Virgin Mary. To say that this statue represents the Virgin is a lie. She is not our Lady of the Amazon because the only Lady of the Amazon is Mary of Nazareth. Let's not create syncretistic mixtures. The invocation of the statue's before which even some religious bowed at the Vatican is an invocation of a mythical power, of the creation, which, from which they ask blessings or make gestures of gratitude. These are scandalous demonic sacrileges, especially for the little ones who are not able to discern. And he added, here in the Amazon region, we know the meaning of macumba or condomble, which are quite prevalent here, end quote. Macumba or condomble, which I am absolutely mispronouncing, my apologies for that, are demonic practices that we see some bishops in that region embracing and bringing into mass. Again, we are dealing with much, much more than merely a bad pope here, folks. We're dealing with something infinitely worse, an infiltration and subversion that is trying to replace Catholicism with something evil. And Sister Lucia warned us at Fat- from Fatima, that if you want to know what the third secret was, read Revelation chapter eight to 13. That's what Fatima's message was. Details on apostasy in the church leading, being led from the very top. And whenever a good bishop notices and speaks up about this ongoing apostasy as they should, they eventually get removed from their offices for the high crime of noticing and doing their jobs. Pray for this bishop if you can. Look, I don't know if there's an organization for canceled priests in South America If you're Brazilian or from elsewhere in South America, and you're seeing this video, let me know if there is an organization like the Coalition for Canceled Priests or Protect Our Priests or Exerge Domine that operates in South and Central America. If an organization like that doesn't exist there, then that needs to be remedied. There really does. But for now, let me know what you think of this in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to share this on social media, that helps too and as always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.